Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hi guys. Hi friends. Hello everyone. I hope you guys can hear me. I hope you guys are well. Let me see what you said. Okay. Rebecca says social media. I've been challenged to finally start really putting myself out there. I've been working on Pinterest already getting frustrated. I'll be adding on Instagram now. I was finally starting to see progress in Pinterest in August and then it tanked despite making a bunch of new pins and changing descriptions. My only comfort seems to be others are experiencing this as well. Is there anything else we can do besides consistency and making new pins? How to get started with Instagram? There's a lot of questions in this. <laughs> How to get started with Instagram? I hear conflicting information on the grid. Have three categories, six, nine, 12 categories, alternate between business and personal posts. It's confusing. Plus then adding stories too. Any help is appreciated. Okay, Rebecca, let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. The first thing I'm gonna say about Pinterest, all of this is probably gonna be a little bit annoying, right? These are probably gonna be kind of annoying answers, but you know, this is like, this is the truth, right? Is Pinterest is a long game. You're getting free traffic. You're getting free organic traffic, right? I get over 100,000 page views a month from Pinterest for free, right? I get like 100 and something email subscribers every day for free. That's bananas, right? That's wild. Like a lot of people are paying for that, for paying for ads, you know, spending money, doing all that stuff. I get free traffic, right? And that's amazing. But I spent a lot of time and I still spend a lot of time building that account up. And I'm just telling you this because I want you guys to understand and have perspective that people that are getting traffic from Pinterest spent, I spent like, I've been on there for years at this point, right? It's like, you've got to be in it for the long game. You cannot, you cannot in business be looking for quick results. You've got to be, to be a businesswoman and be successful in business, you've really got to be able to look at the long game. You've got to be looking five years out, 10 years out, 20 years out. You cannot look a month out, two months out, three months out, especially not when you're starting. Because when you're starting, the momentum is slow, right? Now that I've been doing this a few years and I've been working really hard, right, for the last three years, I have a lot of momentum and things are starting to happen faster. But when you're first starting the first year, two years, even, you know, longer, because not everyone can spend the kind of hours that I spend on my business, because I know a lot of you have moms and families, you know, that momentum can be really slow in the beginning. And patience is everything. You've got to be able to just get in this mindset where I'm going to show up on Pinterest and just keep doing it forever. <laughs> like, you've got to get in this mindset of like, I might not see results from this for a year, two years, three years, but the people that are getting the results that I want are doing this, so I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna have faith, I'm gonna believe, and I'm gonna choose to move forward, right? But getting frustrated, walking in doubt, or we always talk about this where it's like, I don't know if this will work, and my stuff isn't working, and why is her stuff working, and my stuff isn't working. That mindset stuff, right? I said it in the last one where I went on this rant, will kill your business, right? So you've gotta be able to get in a place of like, this sounds weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you guys. You've got to be able to get in a place where it's like fun and you're thankful. You've got to be able to be like, this is so fun. Even if you're getting two page views a day, you're getting two page views a day for free 
organic traffic and you need to celebrate that traffic because it makes it easier. It's going to be hard. If you're telling yourself it's hard, you're not getting traffic, you're focusing on how hard it is, it's going to feel hard, right? I went on that rant on the last video, so you guys can watch that. I'm not going to go into that whole thing, right? If you focus on it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's going to feel hard. So it's like you need to focus on, you know, Pinterest is fun and easy. I'm getting free traffic. This is so cool. I had three people come to my site today. I didn't even pay for them and they found my stuff and one of them even signed up for my email and now I get to email them and I'm so excited. It's so fun. You've got to focus on the blessings. And the reason I tell you guys that is because it's already hard, right? And when you're focusing on what's hard about it, it's going to just drag you down and slow down your momentum. And I want you guys to have fun and feel like it's easy. You've got to be able to find a way to of making this. You guys are a lot of you are in the part I call like the suck. I talked to this. I talked to my assistant about this like last month where I was like, you're in the suck. Like everything sucks right now. No one's reading your stuff. You're working really hard. You're not seeing results. Like it's, it sucks in the beginning, right? But you've got to be able to find a way of making that part the suck like fun, right? Otherwise, you're going to quit. You're going to give up. You're never going to get the results you want and you'll never have the life that you want. There you go. Okay, so social media. So for Instagram, I'm going to give you some kind of weird advice about Instagram. <laughs> I, um, and uh, I can't remember, Rebecca, if you got my workshop or I think you were wanting to buy it. I'll put it for sale and I'll give you guys a sale price or something. Cause I know some of you, I'm giving the Instagram workshop I did away for free to anyone that buys the toolkit with my link. So if you bought with my link, just email me and I'm going to be sending out probably next week, like the by the end of next week, please be patient. Cause only one of me and there's a lot of you guys, <laughs> but anyone that emails me and forwards me their receipt and tells me they bought with my link, I'll send you my Instagram workshop for free. And if you, I know a lot of you are affiliates and so you bought with your own link or through your own things. Um, I'll put it for sale for you guys and I'll give you a discount and I'll, I'll sell it, I don't know, probably next month or something if you want. If you guys, just let me know. I'm happy to sell it to you guys if you want. But here's my thing with Instagram. I have 16,000 followers on Instagram. I have, I don't know. 400, 500 people that watch my stories every day. I have no idea if that's a lot. I don't know, right? I like it. I like Instagram, but here's my thing with it. It's like, I don't, I mean, you guys can go look at my account and see what I do. I do not play by like the Instagram rules or the algorithm rules at all. Surprise, surprise, right? I'm sure you guys are shocked, but I, I share what I'm called to share and I say what I'm called to say. And I am really transparent on there. I'm just myself, right? And you guys would be surprised when I first started doing stories, I was like, my life is so boring. I feel like I probably have the most boring life of anyone on the planet. All I do is sit in this office and work. <laughs> it's like, it's not exciting. It's not like I barely leave my house, right? I'm like basically a hermit. I live by myself. I, I like, you know, it's just me and the dog in this house. That is my life, right? And I was like, no one, I don't have anything to put on stories. I was like, no one wants to watch me on Instagram, right? I had all this resistance to being on Instagram, but you would be surprised how much people care about you and what you're doing, right? And it's a really good way to show people behind the scenes of your business and talk about what's going good in your business, talk about what you're struggling with. And then when you watch something, people are excited for you because they've watched you build this business and they want to support you, right? And you've given them a ton of free value. Whatever your, what problem do you solve on Instagram? Go on there on video and solve that problem, right, on on stories. So whatever your, I don't, Rebecca, I can't remember what your blog is about. I know I've looked at it before, but I just can't remember right now what your niche is. But, you know, whatever problem you're solving for your avatar, take your phone, 
talking to your phone. It feels really cringy, right? <laughs> it feel I'm doing it right now. I'm talking into my phone. It feels really cringy and weird, especially at first, right? You hold up your phone and say something to your people to help them, right? Who are you? I mean, you guys know what problem you're here to solve, right? What can you say to help your people? Say something to them, show them something, right? A video is great for showing people things, right? I show people what I buy at the grocery store because a lot of my people struggle with mental health and are on a personal health journey. And I'll show them like, look guys, like I buy the, I buy these vegetables and I cook them this way or whatever. And you can show them on video. And it's so much more powerful when people can see your, see your face and hear your voice. It's so much more powerful than them just reading, right? I could write the content that I come on here and like rant at you guys every week. I could write it in blog posts and it wouldn't be as powerful. It's powerful because you guys hear my voice and see my face, right? And we, you feel connected to me. If I were writing, it just wouldn't be the same, right? And so Instagram stories, and I saw some comments too. Instagram stories is great if you don't like being on camera. If you're scared of being on camera and you don't like being on camera, start with Instagram stories because live can feel really scary, right? You're like sitting here, you're going live, you have to talk the whole time and it freaks people out, right? It used to really freak me out. But it, I started with Snapchat, which was before Instagram stories. Now it's Instagram stories, right? But I started with Snapchat because it was just five second clips. And if you don't like it, you don't have to post it. It doesn't post automatically. So if you have it up and you stumble on your words or you don't like how you say something, you can just delete it and record it again. And you better believe I do that all the time. Everyone does, it's fine. It feels really cringy to sit there and say the same thing <laughs> twice in a row. But if that makes you more comfortable, that's fine. But I'm just telling you, it's not scary. And, and if you do it and you don't like it, you don't even have to post it. So everyone should today go on Instagram and say something to their stories to get used to talking on camera. Because it takes practice, you guys. It takes practice to be good at Instagram stories. It takes practice to being on camera. Right? So if you want to be on Instagram, just be on Instagram. Like, what do your people need you to say? It's the same things I always say, right? What do you people need you to say? Like, what are you here to say? What are you called to say? There's lots of days where I'm called to speak on things that don't have anything to do with my niche, right? And my people don't care because people on Instagram are following me for me. They just want to connect with me. So it doesn't really matter what I speak on on there, I feel. Now, a lot of business coaches will tell you that's totally wrong and people will try to sell you you know, just all kinds of stuff, right? Like Instagram plans and like plan your grid and plan your content, blah, 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 all that stuff. I'm not about that life. I'm just not. Like get on there, like get in your heart, like get what about your niche fires you up? Like what are you passionate about? Why do you care about this? Why do you want to build a business about this? Get in your heart and then go say something. Like that's it. And that's it to me. To me, that's it, right? People do not want these pre-canned responses and you guys can go look at mine I post all kinds of weird stuff on mine like I post mostly like weird relationship love poetry on my grid like it's it's pictures and then it's like it's and that's what I want to share because I don't want my grid to look like everyone else's I don't want my grid to look like every other personal development self-help like stuff which is fine if that's what you want to do but that's not what I'm called to share on there I think it's boring <laughs> So it's like, I'm, if I think it's boring, I'm not going to share that, right? So you need to share something that you're excited to speak on. Writing poetry and having somewhere to share it feels really exciting to me. Like that feels cool, right? And no one else is doing that. And it's something I like to do. And it's part of my like being that I can share with the world in a different way, right? On that platform. And so that's what I use it for because that's what feels exciting to me. It's not that there's like a right or a wrong or a secret formula. It's like, what? could you share on Instagram that would feel exciting, that would feel aligned, that would feel like like 
you know, when I go in there and I crank out a poem and I post it, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, this feels powerful. Like, I love this. I love connecting to people in this way. Is that the most popular content I could be posting on Instagram? Probably not, but I don't really care, to be honest with you. Um, and then the other thing I'll tell you guys, and I don't always think, like, everyone needs to be on social media. And I'll tell, I'll kind of tell you why. And there's a lot of people that make a lot of money that are not on Instagram, that are not on Facebook. So if you are subscribing to this belief that I have to be on all these platforms, that is not correct. <laughs> okay. And so your social media, especially Facebook and Instagram are not for traffic. They are not going to bring you page views. They're not going to bring you a substantial amount of sustainable page views. You're not going to get a hundred thousand page views a month from Instagram. You're just not. So wipe that idea from your brain. The reason that I have Instagram and the reason that I have Facebook is to build my brand, right? I want a number one podcast. I want to be a New York Times bestseller, right? I want to be a brand and I have to be on all these different platforms. That's why I'm on it. If you don't want to be a brand and you just want traffic coming to your site and you just want to be a blogger, you don't need social media. Like if you don't want to do it. So and this is the other thing is like, I just don't do things in my business I don't want to do. So if I don't want to do Instagram, I don't do it. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that to be true because there's times where I post all the time and there's times where I don't. <laughs> it's like, you know, I just, it doesn't, it's not a main, Instagram is not a main income source for me. Instagram could, could burn down tomorrow and my income would be exactly the same. And so I'm very aware of that. And so I treat it it's not a priority for me as much as the other content. Does that make sense? So I hope that's like helpful and that gives you like a little bit of, st of stuff to think about. Yeah, use your stories to just show your day, show your life, let people get to know you, let people see what you're doing. Follow people on stories. If you're not on Instagram, you don't know what stories are, find people and start following them so you can see what people use it for, right? And, and ask yourself like, what could I share that would be powerful? How can I use this? you know, for good. At the end of the day, it's free advertising. It's a free way to spread your message. It's a free way to get in front of people. For someone like me, that's like very mission driven. It's obvious. It's like, of course, I'm going to be on Instagram. Like, obviously, I'm going to be in front of as many people as I can talking all the time, <laughs> just like right now. Right. So if Instagram is going to let me get in front of a bunch of people and talk, and I'm going to use that for good, right? I'm going to, I'm going to think of something helpful and useful and good I can say and get in front of those people. And I'm going to build a relationship with them. So they you know, feel like they know me. And I feel like I know, honestly, my Instagram people because we message back and forth on there. It's a really fun way to connect with people. If you're into like, you know, I love building relationships. Like I love getting to know my people. So for me, it's Instagram stories are pretty fun because you'll be talking about something and then people will respond to you. Like the other day I bought all this pineapple. This is like, this is the kind of stuff I share on there. It's nothing like groundbreaking. Like I shared on there that I bought all this pineapple on sale, but I had to leave to go out of town. And so I was like eating all this pineapple and I was like laughing about it and kind of sharing it on stories. And then someone messaged me and she's like, you don't have to eat it. I'll just put it in the freezer. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> right. So, and that's like a stupid example, right? That's a really lighthearted example, but I talk a lot about, you guys know I talk about a lot of serious things on there too. I share a lot about mental health and depression and my journey and domestic violence and like all these different things, right? All these different struggles that I've walked through, I speak on and I get responses from people on there. And I feel like I know them. I feel like we can have a conversation and I love that about Instagram. I think it's really fun. But don't feel, don't, don't think that that's gonna get you page views. It's not, your page views, are not gonna come from social media. Your page views are gonna come from search engines. So Google is a search engine. 
Pinterest is a search engine. Those will bring you traffic, right? The social media stuff is just for growing your brand. It's just for building relationships. It's not for traffic. So that I think is something people get confused about. Man, I spent a long time answering that. I hope that's helpful. Let me know. <laughs> I'm curious about an email list. I'm still building my site, but don't know where to begin with obtaining email addresses. Amy, make a freebie. Amy, make a free thing that you can give away. Something simple, easy. What is, you can go look at my site. I have like a billion printables. Go to RadicalTransformationProject.com. What is a PDF, a printable something, a free something, something easy to make that you could give away to your ideal reader that will help them, like that will help them solve a problem for free. So I have, you know, like a mental health journal, right? Because people are coming to my site. I run a mental health blog. So people are coming to my site struggling with depression and anxiety. So I have like an anxiety journal, right? I have a mental health planner. I have affirmations they can print out, right? I have all these different little free things. And then you're going to give them that for free in exchange for their email address. So that's how you do that. Um, but do one step at a time, build your site and then add that in, right? We all have to do all of this stuff. It's a lot of work. So just do one thing at a time. I'd love to know more about the last 90 day challenge. Oh, cool. I'm late to the game, but I'm waiting to give it a go the rest of 2019. Can we make this a closed group challenge as well? I'd love to do this with someone else. Okay. So last 90 days, I'm doing this in my other group. Actually, I just made a video on this in my, I have a mental health Facebook support group where I do videos on there too. And I was just talking about this the last 90 days is a, it's a personal development challenge. It was started by Rachel Hollis. She wrote that book, girl, wash your face. She has a massive social media presence. If you want to follow someone that uses stories and, and Facebook live and, and Instagram live all the time, like follow her. She's a good person to, to follow because she has been genius at leveraging her social media. Um, but I really love her. I always say when people ask what I want to do, I tell them I want to be the punk rock Rachel Hollis. Like that's what I tell people. Um, so I'm like a total fangirl of hers and I did the challenge last year. So the challenge is the, so the idea is to, to live the last 90 days of the year with the same level of intention that we usually use on the first 30 days of the year. So how you live in January where you're like, I'm this new higher level of myself and then you fizzle out. You're going to do that in the last 90 days of the year and you're going to, end the year strong with these strong habits that you can carry into January to help you reach your goals. And then she does five to thrive. So let me see if I can remember them all. <laughs> you wake up an hour earlier and you use that hour for to do something for yourself, either for your future self or work on your personal development. You wake up an hour earlier, you use that time for yourself. You write down 10 things you're thankful for every single day. You drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. So if I weigh 100 pounds, which I do not, but if I weighed 100 pounds, I would drink 50 ounces of water. So half of your body weight in ounces of water. Um, you give up one category of food that you know you should not be eating. So last year I gave up Diet Coke, right? It's like, what is your vice? You know, what is that thing that you know you're like, I really have, should stop eating that? You know, and you can give up, like, you could give up, like, sugar. You could, I don't know, like I said, like, give up, you know, like I gave up Diet Coke, something like that, right? And then move your body for 30 minutes every day. I've been really big on doing walks. I walk the dog every day. I listen to podcasts. That's probably what I'll be doing for the challenge. I'm late to the game too. It is now the fourth. I've been traveling, so I have not started. So if you guys want to start, you can start with me and do it. You can follow me on Instagram. I'll be talking about it on Instagram. Um, but that's the last 90 day challenge. You're certainly welcome to do that. What we could do in here that might be kind of fun is like some kind of last 90 day blogging challenge. I don't know. 
but I really like the last 90 day challenge because it's kind of like foundational habits, right? It's like if you're walking in gratitude, if you're paying attention to your health, if you're moving your body every day, if you're drinking lots of water, it helps everything else, right? It makes everything else easier. And so that's why I really like the 90 day challenge. It's like this kind of baseline of habits you can use, right? And then when you start in January, you've already been doing all this stuff for 90 days and you kind of have a nice little foundation to start from instead of just going into December and being like all bets are off it's the holidays I'm gonna like booze and sugar and like you know whatever and it's holiday season and I mean this is what I used to do right it would just be like off the rails right for the end of the year and I just it was just a perspective shift in me last year where I just really was like no I want to end the year intentionally and I want to end the year strong and I want to build these habits instead of just being like whatever it's december like <laughs> free for all does that make sense so that's the last 90 day challenge i have a free like tracker and a free printable like that has the five to thrive on it let me know if you guys want it i can send it to you it's on radicaltransformationproject.com in my free resource library but i can send you guys the downloads if you want them just tag me or whatever and i'll get them to you okay I'm wondering how to write emails to my subscribers after shifting my niche and content. I've been writing exclusively about jewelry making and now I'll be adding posts about crafting. The people on my list now are all jewelry people. Do I segment my list and write different emails or just let people unsubscribe? Thanks, Amy. Okay, there's like, there's a couple different ways you could do this, right? You could segment your list like you're saying, or you can just send it to everyone. Um, I mean, I don't like I'm not a craft person like so full disclosure but I feel like people that make jewelry probably make other crafts don't they like that those two things don't seem so like crazy to me right I feel like maybe people that are is it making jewelry I don't know posts about jewelry so maybe it's not this is what I would say if you if the people if it's like making jewelry and then you're talking about crafting it's like people that make jewelry probably also want to make other crafts right so put them all together but if they're not related if they're separate things if it's like i have like a uh i don't know like a dog training blog and now i want to talk about how to raise a child <laughs> right i'm not going to email all those people because they're two different buckets right but if it's like there's probably some a good chunk of overlap where you're like Actually, I do think like a good chunk of my audience is probably interested in this new content. Or if people are just really attached to you, I, not to be like a narcissist, but I kind of feel like that. Like I, I share so much of my personal self, like in everything that I do, that I kind of feel like there are people in my audience that would support me no matter what I was talking about. They just want to hear me talk. They're following me. Does that make sense? So it doesn't really matter to them if I'm talking about depression, anxiety, intentional living, dating, relationships. They just want to hear like my perspective on things. And so if people, if you feel like people are really connected to you and like you're the brand and people are, are, care about what you have to say, you know, you can pretty much talk about whatever you want. But if people are really following you for these like jewelry tips or whatever it is, right, then maybe maybe consider segmenting it but i would say it depends how much overlap like how many people in the jewelry do you think are interested in the crafts and if you're like yeah probably a good chunk of them are interested then that's fine and i would also say are you interested in still doing the jewelry stuff or are we trying to transition full-time into craft if you're just like i'm done with the jewelry stuff i don't care about it i'm so sick of it and what I actually want to do is crafting, right? This jewelry thing gave me clarity and now I know what I want to do and I want to do crafting stuff. 
then just go for it, right? Who cares? You don't need those jewelry people. They're dead weight, <laughs> right? Let them unsubscribe or come with you, right? You, and and there's times where you're going to pivot and you're like, I used to talk about this, but now I'm over here and I'm talking about this. And you can either come with me or you can fall away and then you'll attract your new people in. But don't try to stay doing something just because it's what you've always done. That makes no like no sense to me at all, unless you have maybe like some booming business or something. But even then, I think you can still pivot and, and talk about what you want. I often find it's hard to apply the whole look at your top performing posts and do more or similar because mine are my porch and bedroom. Oh, Nisha's home decor. I was like, your porch and bedroom. Yeah, okay, decorate. <laughs> so sometimes I'm left confused. Like it's a mix of people looking for ideas, but also liking the end result transformation, both good. Because my topic is more visual, I have a hard time creating long posts for Google SEO. It's easy for me to write a thousand words to encourage someone, but tutorials, visuals are totally different. Okay, so I don't target SEO traffic. I should, but I don't. But it's also hard for me to rank, right? Because I'm a tiny blog and, you know, a lot of the stuff about depression are going to go to like WebMD. Like it's not going to go to me, right? So you know, in that way, there is a lot of competition in my niche. And I just don't like SEO. So I focus on Pinterest, right? I focus on Pinterest traffic. And I think home decor, I feel like can do great on Pinterest, you could do a lot of really cool pins to drive people to those top posts. And a lot of times what I'll do, if you, if you can't think of the spinoff post where you're like, I don't know what else to write about porches, <laughs> right? Like, sometimes I feel like that, like, because my stuff that trends is usually lately all about anxiety. And I'm like, well, I don't really have anxiety anymore. I used to, right? And I have spoken on it a lot, but it's not really something I feel called to talk about right now. And so I'm like, how many posts about anxiety can I do? I've also been blogging for three years. So it's like, I've written a lot of posts about anxiety, right? So it's like, you know, I don't have anything else to say about that topic. And what I'll do is I'll go back to my top posts, the posts that are getting traffic, and I'll update them. I'll put in affiliate links, I'll put in new opt-ins, I'll just try to improve the posts that are getting the traffic and you could definitely do that and I'll make new pins right and I'll I'll put them back out and my assistant does it now but I used to do it all the time right I would just make new pins and, and recirculate the same post so it's almost like it's kind of like I'm creating a new post right it's like a new image and a new description with an update on the, all of the content you could do that um, it's a mix of people looking for ideas, but also liking the end result transformation. Topic is more visual. I have a hard time creating long posts. Yeah, I would target Pinterest. If, you, if you're if you like, I, I, I'm like beating my head with this SEO thing, then go in on Pinterest. Like, I think you could definitely rank in there. People love that kind of content on Pinterest. Look at what's ranking. And man, making good pins is everything, you guys. I am not like a good graphic designer. And I've struggled with this for so long and I can make pins that are kind of okay. But my assistant now is making pins and she's like a hundred times better at making pins than me. And it, she's doing a lot better, surprise, surprise, on Pinterest than I was. So it really does matter what your pins look like. And it really does matter. I've had stuff go viral, right? I'll go back to an old post where I'm like, this post sucked. It totally flopped. It's never brought traffic in. And I'll make a new pin for it and all of a sudden it's viral and now the post I'm thinking of specifically is now one of the top posts on my site. So, you know, I think you could do pretty good on Pinterest reusing the content you already have. And then, you know, if you think of a spinoff post, I think that's a smart way to do it. But if there's no spinoff post and you're like, I don't have anything else to say about this topic, write about something else, right? Like, I mean, there's kind of only so many things you can say. 
Okay, Amy says, thank you for answering my question, Faith. My Facebook gives me notice late. It looks like you may have asked my niche was getting out of debt, improving your finances, living your best life despite debt. Rebecca, there's so much you can talk about on Instagram about debt. Oh my gosh. Like every time you are doing something that saves money, pick your phone up and talk about it, right? Tell people, show people, right? I'm sitting down to do my budget. This is something I do every week. I'm I'm looking at the, the sales or I don't know what, what specifically you're doing getting out of debt, but every time that you are doing your thing in your life that is getting you the results that you get for your readers, pick up your phone and talk to Instagram, right? And just show them and just talk about it on Instagram, right? And that's what I would share on Instagram. If I were if I were you, I would just share your, your tips, the same stuff you probably share on your blog, but it's just like pick up your phone and talk into your phone. That's it. That's all it is. And it gets easier the more you do it. But I think that's an awesome, there's tons of people that would watch Instagram about that because there's so many people getting out of debt. So think about if you could watch someone, if you're struggling with debt and you're stuck and you feel alone and you feel isolated, a lot of people won't talk to other people about debt. The same with my niche, like a lot of people won't tell people they're depressed, right? Or they have anxiety or they're struggling, you know, and they can watch me and they feel less alone. They're like, oh, someone else understands right so if, if they could watch you talk about your journey getting out of debt or sharing your tips or or I don't know whatever it is you know people feel alone like there are people struggling especially in debt that is such a, a scary it's scary it's hard it's a struggle right it's like what can you say to the single mom out there that is broke that is scared that is struggling that feels alone that feels like she can't even tell anyone that she has debt because she's so embarrassed what can you say to her, right? And it's like people, if you can speak to people in that way and really relate to people, that's an amazing, amazing gift, right? There's so many people that feel alone. And that's what I really love about Instagram because the blog is like great for sharing resources. It's great for sharing tips, right? I love the blog, right? I do it all the time. But Instagram is really good for connecting with people and letting people know they're not alone. And here's something helpful. Like, hey, like, you know, I'm working on, I don't know if you're getting out of debt or not, but, or I'm, I'm sure like at some point you were, if you're not now, but you know, Hey, like when I was going through this, I felt like, duh, and then I started doing this tip and trick. And now here's the result I got. Right. And it's about like speaking about, I like Instagram cause it's, I feel like it's for speaking about how the things that you teach have impacted your life. How has getting out of debt or focusing on getting out of debt or trying or making a plan to get out of debt. How is, has that impacted your life? What was that like for you? And then share that journey. Does that make sense? So it's about, it's more about, it's always about your reader, right? But it's about sharing your, your self in a way that makes people feel less alone, right? And then you can just, you doesn't all have to be serious. I share like silly stuff on there all the time. The people that follow me on Instagram are like my ride or die people because they feel like they know me, right? They know when I'm at my parents' house. They know what my dog looks like. They know what my morning routine is. They know what my house looks like. Like they really, we are like, I feel like they are like my closest people. I love them. I think I'm going to get off of here. I feel like I've been talking a long time. I always think I'm going to come on here for 10 minutes and that never has happened once in the history of <laughs> me doing a live stream. Um, my course impact is in the genius blogger toolkit. I don't really feel like I need to tell you guys what that is. I feel like you know what it is. If you have questions about it, I'm happy to answer them. 
it is a lot of resources and what I've been telling people is like it is only useful if you're gonna use something in it if you know you don't have time if you're overwhelmed if you're just like I have too much to do or I have this other course I already bought and I don't even have time to do that don't buy any more courses <laughs> right don't especially don't buy that because that's like 90 something courses but I think if there's two like I when I used to buy it right as like a normal consumer I would just try to find like one or two things in there like I would totally buy this year's because Ruth's I've been wanting Ruth's social boom and she's been selling it for $300 and I've been like eyeballing it right so I would have bought it just for that but also Jennifer Maker's YouTube course so I know I would use those two courses right so I would buy it because I know I would take those and implement them the thing with courses is that they're completely useless if you don't implement them right so if you know you're like I don't have time to implement them I don't have time to even do the things like I've been trying to do I'm overwhelmed I'm stressed like don't buy it right and it's it's completely fine not to buy things I mean I would love it. I love it that you guys have bought from my link and supported me and like been excited about the course I mean I love that and I would love if you bought with my link and and watch my course that's awesome but I'm never gonna try and pitch something to you guys that you don't need or sell something to you that you don't need like it's not you know it's it doesn't matter that much to me I guess like you know what I mean I would rather you buy things like I only want you to buy things like with my link if it's like exciting for you and it feels good and you want the Instagram workshop I'm happy to give you the Instagram workshop bonus just email me your receipt and I'll give you the course for free and it's all cool and good but if you don't want it don't buy it right I don't want anyone to feel pressured into buying it or anything like that like it's just not my vibe it doesn't feel good to me but if you guys have questions I'll tell you what I think like I'm always very transparent with you guys about what I think about the bundle what I think about what's in there I think there's a lot I think there's good stuff in there if you're gonna take the time to implement it right that's the if it's like if you're gonna use something in there and implement it then it's probably worth it but if you're like I'm not gonna implement it it's gonna sit on my computer I have a billion other things to do I'm stressed I'm overwhelmed then just skip it right there's always more courses there's always more stuff coming like and I'm working on this too because you guys know I get like really bad FOMO with with course courses and launches I bought like almost every course that has a big launch like I've bought like all of them right because I get really bad like like fear of missing out like FOMO stuff and so I'm really working on asking myself is this the next step in my business or is this a decision I'm making out of fear? I'm gonna miss something. I'm gonna not, if I don't buy this course, I'm not gonna have the answers and my business is gonna fail. Like, don't buy courses out of fear, right? For me, like, I, I love Ruth, so I just want her social media course because I wanna know what she has to say about social media. And then I wanna start doing YouTube and I wanna know what Jennifer has to say about YouTube, right? So for me, those courses would feel like a next step in the business, not about like, oh my God, if I don't do it, I'm gonna miss something and I'm gonna fail and it'll never work and I'll miss out and I'll end up spending so much money later and like, you know, don't buy courses out of fear. And that's really helped me to kind of take a step back and be like, why am I compelled to buy this? Like, is it the actual next step? Like I've invested in Kate, uh, Kate Doster's email course like a $500 course, right? It's not like the most expensive, but it's not cheap. But I was like, you know, this is the next step in my business, right? I want to learn from her. Um, and it wasn't about the cart's closing. Like I'm going to, if I don't buy this course, I won't get the results and I'll fail. And like, you know, so don't buy it. Don't buy the toolkit out of like fear of missing out or fear you're going to miss something or like, you know, that it's going away and you won't be able to get it. It's like, you know, there's always courses you can buy. People are always going to be selling you things. So get over the fear of like missing out and ask yourself, you know, 
am I going to implement something from this toolkit, right? I always bought it. I've bought it probably for the last three years that I've been a blogger, right? This year I'm like in it, so I didn't have to buy it. But the last two years I bought it and I implemented things and it was great. It was a great resource for me. I love courses, so that's kind of like my heaven, right? It's being like sent like a bunch of stuff. Like I love it. I love going through it. I like kind of seeing the different quality and seeing what like different things people do. Like I just like looking through it and kind of digging around, right? And I, um, last year I got Jennifer Ross Camp's email course in there, which you know, guys know I'm obsessed with and I love. So I don't know, I've always had a really good experience with it. But if you're feeling like, like I can't afford it or it's not the right time or I don't have time for another course, don't buy it, right? So that's my thoughts on it. You guys have any questions about it? I'm happy to answer them. Um, if you buy it and you use my link, I'll send you my Instagram course. Just email me. It's not a course. It's just a workshop that I did where I tell you guys like kind of my process for what I do on Instagram and what I share and all that stuff. So if you want to know like really step by step, like what I do and how I built, I do have 16,000 followers on Instagrams that I've built and I've only been posting on there a year or something. So, you know, I have some strategy stuff that I share with you guys in that workshop. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I could talk forever. I miss you guys. I've been traveling, so I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Okay, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. The Mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life changed my business and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook Live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless. The doors are closed right now, but make sure you get on the wait list and we will notify you when it opens. I would love to have you inside. You can find the wait list and all the details at faithmariah.com. I hope you guys have a great day.